Hi, welcome to the What in the Shiba podcast with Suji and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. How was your day? Hello, Ed. How was your day? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for those of you listening, we we're pretending to be those NPCs that people are doing. I online. think it's the. I tried it. Okay, I went on live <laughs> the other day because I'd seen everybody doing it. But I had no intention of doing it because I truly don't really even understand what it is. Um, and I started doing it. And people in my life were like, please stop. <laughs> please stop doing it. And I was like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I just, I just wanted to try it. I didn't know what it was. I wanted to know what it was like. But I've seen hundreds. I mean, thousands and thousands of people doing it. So I guess. They're making money doing dude, it. Dude, like six grand part. per live. That's, That's wild. Crazy. So. In case you don't know what it is, I like I said, I'm going to explain it the best I know it to be. Just it's like these non-player characters, right? Like I guess a video game reference where people pretend to be these characters yeah. and then people like give them gifts and then they react to the gifts. The hardest thing that I don't understand is like how do you remember what each action is for every gift? Because there's so many of them, and they just repeat them over and over again. Like the rose, like, ooh, my favorite, a rose. And they just do that over and over again. Yep. But, like, there's so many. I don't think I could remember them all. Yeah, I mean, you just, like, repeat them. So, like you said, non-playable characters on right. games. And, like, they have certain number of programming of interactions. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. after you go through them, they just start repeating themselves. Right. So it's just, I think, <laughs> I think it's, like, creepily hilarious which i think is the intrigue for everyone it is but i also found out that it is also a part of sex work oh i know well, this, I, did not know that. I heard this and i was like oh that changes everything for me so you know a lot of the gifts that people give are like ice cream cones and hot dogs and things like that so the action is Ooh, a hot dog. Oh. oh, an ice cream cone. And so it's, and then they give the gift like rapid fire. So they keep doing it over and over again and repeating that gesture. Oh. And I don't know if they give the gesture to completion, but I don't that's, know. No, no, that, that I've, no, I've no, had, I, mean, I didn't know is what yeah, I meant. I've had, I've seen people who I think are very credible people who are also sex workers say that that's something that people do, but it's made it onto like TikTok and people don't know. Oh, like I people no don't idea. know. That, right. Exactly. And that's some people obviously are I doing mean, it. I noticed that they were being a little sexual doing right. it. Like, you know, kind of playing up that like anime right. girl kind right. of thing. Right. Ooh, a glizzy, a glizzy like, being a hot ooh. dog. And yeah, then, then like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah, know, right. So it's like, Oh, and I didn't see the, the thing that's kind of like in, it's just kind of problematic about it is that like kids are doing it, you know, or like not kids, but like, you know, people who are under, you know, 18 well, I mean, years old. If for those of you watching on YouTube, before I said, welcome to one of the Shiba, I pretended to eat right. some of the stuff. So like I was doing it. I had right. no idea. And I, I, let me go back. Children are not doing it because you have to be 18 to go on live, but like children are watching it and consuming it and yeah. don't realize that that's what it is. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and then probably joking about it with their friends, not sure, knowing what it for is. For sure. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. are definitely people who are very innocently doing this and have absolutely no clue that that's what's going on. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a whole, like I, I don't see a huge problem with it, you know, if you don't have that intention. But the problem is, is like you don't know who's watching these things giving you these gifts with those intentions if that's not what you want. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know, but – and people are doing them for hours and hours. Like, I mean, if I was making $6,000 alive, I would do them for hours too. I mean, afterwards, I'd probably just, like, sleep for two you days. get but. really tired. I don't think I could 
for that. I don't know. I could. You I don't say that, that, but if money started going ka-ching, 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 I'd be like, yep, we're going to do this all day. All right, do it. I challenge you. Yeah. Go on live tonight. Give me the money. I'll do it. <laughs> Send me, show me the money. But to get like, what, six to like $8,000 in gifts, these gifts are like, they're like uh, three cents. Yeah. Like that's crazy. That's yeah. a lot of gifts. Well, did you ever see that um that one female creator who like paid off her school loans with her lives? Good for her. That's I mean, wonderful. granted, it was quote unquote only like twelve K. Yeah. You know, which Still I and I'm only lot. saying only because in regards to most people's student loans, like that's very right. a lot of, on the smaller side, but like she made that in like a month. Jeez Louise. What? Yeah. I don't know. You think it'll last? You think people are going to do it for a long time? And I guess I wonder what the Even intrigue is for people. Well, for people who aren't interested in it for like the sexual stimulation aspect, like what is it that people like about watching it? Like I, I tried. I'd watched one. I was like, uh, it's funny for like five minutes, but to watch it for ten hours, I'm like, I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure some of them are just like you know checking out the person maybe. like maybe they're attracted to them but like i don't know i think there's like there's a fast it's like a looking at a train crash right it's like you want to look away but sometimes you're just like yeah but i'm not gonna look at a train crash for six hours you know what i'm saying i think a lot of people too they say that it's like they feel like they're being I kept company we all watch that sub submersible for like four days not straight not the technically through but yeah i don't know but if you're into it go for it i like what you like. I don't care. I just was like, I don't, I, I even tried it. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I wouldn't hate on it. I'm not hating I'm on not it saying you were hating on it, but I'm saying I wouldn't hate on it, especially if I was making money. Like Fuck if yeah. someone was giving me six grand a Like live, that's like, your job? Good for you. Hell yeah. Genius. Well, I do have a question to ask you. What are you doing tomorrow? Why, why, why did you have to move it to today from tomorrow recording this podcast? And oh. I asked that question because tomorrow's, my birthday? <laughs> like, what are you doing so importantly on my damn birthday? First of you all, had a movie. I want to give you the day off <laughs> for your you birthday. Okay. Um, truthfully, <clears throat> my niece and my nephew are in town yep. and I haven't spent any time with them because I've been oh. working. Um, and because I work so much and like they've had to do stuff and like my niece and nephew have been doing like college tours and stuff. Oh, like they went to right. USC and UCLA and to Santa Barbara and they're doing all that stuff. So like I haven't really intermittently had any time. And also my dad's birthday is on Wednesday. So I wanted to, oh, so yeah. we have that going. And then all I, the men in your life are Leo's. Yeah. My husband's birthday is on the eighth. Yeah, exactly. All the important men in my life. So I was like, I need, I also just need a day off. <laughs> I haven't had like a solid just day off in six months. Um, so I'm like, I'm going to just take a day, hang out with my niece and nephew, let you celebrate your birthday. That was also motivating. I was like, let's let Ed I have a day. for those listening to the podcast. Take your fucking day <laughs> off and ha enjoy your birthday, dick. <laughs> birthday dick? Oh my God. Do you know something that I don't? <laughs> celebrate how you want, Ed. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. I just so didn't know. I just needed some, I need some time. I've been having, and I, I'm going out of town at the end of the week, and I just, like, I feel overwhelmed. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to no, allow, I was just kidding, gonna, let's allow it. Yeah. So. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I also have volleyball practice tomorrow, too. This is always well, What shit. are you guys doing tomorrow? We're going to just hang just out. hang out. We're going to okay, hang out. Nice. We're going to probably go to H Mart. Maybe I'll pick up some Century, Century Eggs. Century Eggs. Oh, my God. You have to try it. I really want to, especially after seeing your video. Like, you looked like you were genuinely I enjoying genuinely, it. I genuinely, genuinely loved it. In fact, like, I've been 
you, you were like, dang it, I have to go to H Mart to go get Century Eggs now. This whole time I've been like, dang it, I have to go to H Mart so I can go get some like juke or like yeah. get kanji from somewhere. Because everyone's like, you have to try it with con- kanji yeah. or juke. And I'm like, uh. Oh, maybe I'll make some juke with It's it. like confusing because I'm like, juke is like the most laziest thing to make. But like, yeah. I don't want to make it for some reason. <laughs> it's You just put it on the thing and just let it just cook, I, cook the shit out of it. No, <laughs> but it's the same reason why I don't make um, risotto. The tedium. It is. It's just tedious, and I just see, which is so it. funny. Which is why I love making things like risotto, like rep- repetitive movement where I don't have to think. To me, is like the best. <laughs> oh, it's the best. You just stand there and stir. I got nothing going on but stirring. Like chopping vegetables, I love it. You yeah. hate it, huh? I don't love chopping vegetables, but it is a task that I don't hate because yeah. I, I just get very meticulous with my cuts. You know, mm-hmm. so like. It does satisfy my OCD, but then when I realize that I've just been chopping vegetables for an hour, I'm like, oh, that was a great use of time. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so I'm going to go to H-Mart. I'm going to buy those. If you don't know what a century egg is, and I actually have never tried it. I've always wanted to, um, but I think it's, it's Chinese. It's a yep. it's fermented. It's cured. Cured. Different. It's cured, cured. in s- like this salt mixture. I think it's like salt, lime, and ash. Lye or lime? It said lime. But I don't know if it's lie. I, I don't know. You know, some of it may have been like some translation or something, or maybe yeah. just some people were just we'll look it erroneously writing lime. But I saw lime most mostly. I feel like it's not lime. Anyway, we'll find out. I, yeah, I feel like it was lie as well. Yeah. But maybe it's lime. So it's a cured egg. It's a cured egg. So it cures for anywhere between like 14 to 20-ish days. Right. So century egg is just marketing. It is marketing. Okay. And I think it was um, I think it was a translation thing. I think mm. the century egg was given by non-Asian people. Oh, really? You Interesting. Know I mean? Okay. Yeah, from what I understand. But um, I believe in Mandarin it's called padan. Mm. P-dan? Padan? Padan, mm. I believe. Okay. Um, and it's delicious. Is it? It looked really good. I was really nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because the color is very like it is a bit jarring. Yeah. You know? it is jarring. And like right before I took a bite, the white part of the egg, so it's a duck egg mm-hmm. that's cured. The white part, the whole thing kind of turns this like stone color. Yeah. And the white part it looks what normal like marble. Yeah, it kind yeah. of does. And the part that normally would be the white of the egg is like gelatinously see-through. Like it almost looks like jello. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And that part initially made me a bit nervous until as soon as I had that thought, like a nanosecond later, I was like, wait, boiled eggs are gelatinous. Yeah. So it's literally the same texture. It, it is the same texture. or whatever, yeah. It does. And texture-wise, it's exactly the same as a boiled egg. Okay. Uh, s- this is the part where I was mind blown because the smell and flavor – is actually milder than a normal boiled chicken egg. Really? Yes. So the so fact then that what the fuck is everybody's fucking problem? So then, like, so other some people were like, "Hey, look, if there was if the egg was pre-cracked before they ate it, opened it, they like they're like it could have gone bad." Except in the video, we're referencing a video that Ed and I both talked yeah. about this week by Lad Baby. Lad Baby. Lad Baby Mom. I guess they're these British personalities. 
and they did a video where, I mean, you could guess, where they were over the top and everything was so disgusting, and this woman gagged like 30 times. It's like so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, literally looking at the camera before she does, and there's like moments when like, she's sitting like six feet away, or like four feet away, whatever, and like she smells it, and I literally had to put it like up against my nose, yeah. so the point was like touching my nose, to barely smell an egg yeah. smell. And also, like, don't tell me that you don't go, like, on an Easter egg hunt and haven't smelled an egg that sat out for that long and been that fucking disgusted. Like, relax. Like, it's so over the top. Or, like, people are like, oh, my God, it's, like, green on the inside. Like, you've never boiled an egg and cut it and had, like, that green ring around it. Like, it's a very common occurrence for boiled eggs to have that. Like, it's so... It's so over the top. It's so unnecessary. And it's like, well, people are just having that reaction. It's like, yeah, they're having that reaction so that they can make money off of it. Sen- they're sensationalizing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. They're like literally making up something that's not the yeah. hair. Yeah. And like some people were saying that like, I'm pretty sure they really thought it was a hundred year old egg. And you know, okay, but there's like hundred year old bottles of wine and hundred year old fucking cheeses in caverns down in the depths of Italian countrysides. Like <laughs> and America, the fuck? apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we always talk about it. it. Always comes back to that cheese bunker. Always. <laughs> but like, but then the funny thing is, is like, yes, there's like old wine and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. that's not the bulk of what they're selling. There's like wines that age for like five, six right. years. You know of what course. I mean? But imagine thinking. That people created this product where, like, you create it mm-hmm. and you're not going to be alive to see the profits for it. <laughs> and then, like, imagine thinking, like, you're trying to, like, like plan for the global demand 100 years out. Right. Like, this is what's literally going through people's minds. Like, I'm sorry. Right. Do you just, like, you just choose to be this obtuse? But... <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to expand our vocabulary. Yeah, trying to expand my vocabulary. (laughs) And I think the thing that really bothers, well, I mean, there's so many things that bother me. (laughs) But it's it's like this. It's okay if you don't like something. And it's okay to, like, try something and be like, that's gross. But to, like, know nothing about it. And the only thing that you know is that other people think it's gross. And so, like, that's the only thing that you have to go on. And so then you just kind of keep pushing this narrative when – and people are like, oh, well, you know, they can't help it. It's disgusting. Everybody knows it's disgusting. It's like, not the people that eat it and like it. They actually don't. Do you they know what I think is disgusting? If, if they did. Is like cooked carrots. My body has a visceral reaction to cooked carrots. Like, it just, I don't like it. I hate the taste. I like it. It, it just comes right. You know you have a lot of those, right? Yeah. Broccoli <laughs> and cooked carrots, at the very least. Uh, cottage cheese. Oh, yeah, too. I do. Uh, oh. You just mentioned something else that you don't eat. You're like, I don't eat that. I don't eat that. <laughs> I don't eat that. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. But I don't, every time I cook carrots goes in my, like imagine seeing a yeah. grown adult at a table right. being like, bleh, bleh, those right. are cooked carrot. You, you would literally make the same faces and reactions we are. Like what get are you a doing? Grow get a hold up. of yourself. Like you're overreacting. Like that's, right. come on, that's ridiculous. Like stop. Right. And you know, I say that like these things obviously stigmatize the people that, that these foods, these cultural foods come from. And I say like a fucking broken record. And they're like, no, it doesn't. Like, yes, it does. If you think that something that somebody that culturally the majority of people eat is quote, disgusting, you cannot help but project some of those feelings and ideas of disgust onto the people. You can't help but do that. Or even the other way around. You originally thought it was disgusting because you have that projected view of people. Right, exactly. Exactly. You're just confirming your bias that these people are disgusting. Look at the foods they eat. I'm going to eat it and show you how disgusting I think all of it is. 
Okay, we get it. That's what you're doing. No, that we're not. They're really nice people. Actually, they're assholes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm done. I'm and done for- placating people. Be like they've they've raised money for charities. They can raise money for charity and still be assholes. People do it all the fucking time. It doesn't. One does not negate the other. Yeah. You know who also raised money for charities? Jeffrey Epstein. Right. And you're going to use that excuse on him too? I don't right. understand where, why does that excuse What the be- fuck does one have to do with the other? Right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Unless they're related. And in this case, it's not. You're okay, only right. relating it to like try to justify and balance out his like shitometer. Yeah. Also, how about this then? Why don't you take the money that you made off of the video eating the century egg and donate it? How about that? That, that, might, that might make me feel better about it if they're so fucking charitable. Right. I hate those people. I heard a lot of Chinese restaurants suffered during the pandemic yeah. because of racism. Sounds like a or great place to donate There are tons to. of incidents of anti-Asian hate crimes in the UK, Canada, the US. Donate to any one of those charities trying to bring awareness and attention to that. Anything. I dare you. Yeah. You're so charitable. Then fucking do it. And for all the for the amount of people that were saying that they were charitable, there were like so many people being like, yeah, British people hate them. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what I keep we're hearing. British. We think that they're like very they're garbage. Yeah, garbage, pretty okay, much. Whatever. But Ugh. it's just wild because again, people were literally in the comments being like, "I don't understand why it's racist." I was like, "I literally said it in the video." We say it. You like literally, century egg is being shown as being disgusting just because of the stigma that it's Chinese. Right. Because Chinese people, Asian people, are gross. They eat gross things. Well, that's a weird thing to say when you guys have. Pickled eggs? <laughs> I've never tried that either. I it like pickles. Smell. I like pickles and I like eggs, but I don't know how I'd feel about it. It's not horrible, but if you're if we want to gag from a smell and yeah. flavor, like it is way more pungent. Yeah, pickled eggs, of course, way more pungent and like marmite. It's literally yeast extract, and I'm like, no one is. No one is grossing. I'm not trying to yuck your yum because you eat Marmite. Right. It's, I'm just saying, like, you can't ignore the fact that you guys also eat very similarly similarly flavored, right. smelled, or whatever things, like the stigmas that you're going after. Right. Like, they're pretending like century eggs are, like, so strong in sulfur when it's not. Right. It's not. But then, like, Marmite literally has an extremely sulfur smell. Or it's, it's like, fine. We all have cultural foods that other right. people have not experienced and will find to be off-putting or something Different. that they don't want or something that they might, you know, not like. I did a video about that Jello salad. Did you see it? Okay, so I guess. Like from the 20s? It's like the 50s, I think. It was very big. So this Jello salad like had. Like jam and stuff? Lime Jello. Oh. Mayonnaise. I also really hate you. Oh, in the jello? Yes. It's a mold. Like it's like one of those like you know, like ring molds. It's got lime jello, mayonnaise, cottage cheese, carrots, <laughs> uh, crushed pineapple, uh, celery, olives, and green onions. <laughs> I hate all of those things so much. I hate jello. Yeah. You hate Jello too. I really hate Jello. Edward, there is a lot of things that oh, you have aversions to. I don't, yeah, I don't. And, love okay, so it's too sweet. So great. So then Ed does not like those things. Ed knows that he has an aversion to those things, those textures, those flavors. Olives. So if I'm like Ed, eat this Jello salad, and he has a crazy reaction to it, I'm not going to show everybody him gagging and like watering from the eyes and just being so disgusted. Why? Because some. 
fucking Midwestern granny loves that fucking salad and she takes it to every goddamn church event she goes to and she's proud of it and she loves having, you know, her grandchildren try. Okay, so just let her have it. Like, why do you have to be, be so disgusted about something, you know, people eat? Like, it's just not nice. It's just not a nice thing to do. Or like it wouldn't even go that far because I would just politely say, say no, thank you. No, thank you. I have an aversion to Jello. Yeah, I might make it. I mm, I've done Jello shots and I literally just swallow them. Yeah, I don't see this has so many in- ingredients you can't just swallow it. Like it has. I, I don't know if the carrots are cooked or raw or it okay. sounded crunchy. I've just <laughs> seen those like old time American photos of these, you know, yeah. concoctions and like the ones that have like ham and salami yeah. and like olives. And I stuff think there's in a it, lady like, that like does ham. it. Like she's like this Midwestern housewife or she puts this like, a Midwestern like housewife persona and she makes these like jello salad recipes from like the 50s and 60s. And a lot of them have like cured meats and yeah. meat products and vegetables <laughs> i don't mind vegetables it's just like the combination no, but of vegetables in jello yeah yeah in, there's like aspic i think aspic is made of i want to say like um i don't even know what word you're saying aspic <laughs> ron could, aspic? You, could you find out what no not an aspic <laughs> a picture of someone's ass? aspic i want to say that it's made from like bone broth or like um What's it in like ge- gelatin? Oh, oh, yeah. From yeah, like yeah. bone. I, I could uh-huh. be wrong. It's made from something oh, like okay. that. Thank oh. you. So it's meat jelly. Like the gelatinous from like meat fat? Yeah. Oh, like I guess, like, you know, when you like mix soup, sometimes you have that layer yeah, of gelatin. That's called aspic? So that's aspic, but they put things in it, like various vegetables and oh. meat and things like that. Maybe people would not like I that. I mean, I would <laughs> like that if it wasn't in its gelatinous I'd form. Like, can we just like cook, cook it, it down and make it like soup? Like two seconds, <laughs> It'll yeah. just be soup now. <laughs> or just like at least an oil marinade or something. Or something. But that's the thing is like, I don't think I would like it, but I'm not going to eat it and tell you how disgusting I think it is. Like what, what purpose does that serve? And, and, and that's, the, that's been my point all along. Or like in this specific scenario, I have enough self-awareness to be like similar-ish things exist in some Asian cultures. Sure. Like I'm having a brain fart with the name right now, but that Filipino dessert that has like the condensed milk and the jellies and like the oh, uh, fruit. Uh, that's called, it's like a, Bup, 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 bup. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like two words. Mm-hmm. Hollow, hollow. Yes, hollow, 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 hollow. Hollow, hollow. Hollow, hollow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Have you ever had it? I've never had it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it has I don't jelly. Love jelly. You can get it without the jellies. Okay. I mean, I do love because then it's just condensed I milk and condensed ice. Milk it's and so stuff. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I do love that. It's just I just don't love the jellies. But there you know? are different kinds of jellies. There are some that are a little bit more firm, like texturally, and then there's some that are like really soft. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I don't like. It's actually a surprise that I like all love hard boiled eggs because. Oh, it's I like, love hard boiled eggs. I, I eat those really all day. don't like gelatinous stuff. Very interesting. I don't know. Interesting. You know, just like let people eat, and obviously, I, this all comes from food trauma that I have, and like yeah. whatever. And the thing is, is like even if I'm like, oh, I don't like it, I don't like it. I'm not making a video knowing that right. I'm liking it, just so I can. Yuck somebody's yuck. Or if I'm trying something that I really don't like and I have to somehow for some reason have to put this video out and I want to show people that I really didn't like it, that's fine. But I have the power to edit that video in a way that is like, this is really um, off-putting to me. I'm really not enjoying it. I, I've done it. And you just cut out the part because yes, 
it is sometimes hard to control a facial contortion, especially when something is not agreeing with you or if something is sour or if something is spicy. But sour and spicy do not inherently have these negative connotations like disgust and gagging do. And, you know, I've made faces where I pull my face because something's really sour. They're like, see, you made a face. I'm like, it's not about making the face. It's about which face you're making. Being disgusted is different than being like, ooh, this is fucking sour. Because you can like things that are sour. I love sour things. I love pickles and yeah. I love sour candy. But I don't love to, nobody loves eating things that they think are disgusting. There's yeah. a very big divergence there that is, people are completely, there is. In, they are dis, they have decided is not different. It's like, like, I can't control the faces I make when I think about eating jello, like jelly. Cause like, it's the same, for me, it's like the same reaction when I think of like putting a wood tongue, wood spoon on your tongue. It's like that. You have a problem with oh wooden spoon? Yeah, it gives me like, uh, heebie jeebies. Ah! <clears throat> a wood, your face just got yeah. so red. That's I just crazy. I really dislike it. A wooden spoon? It gives me like a physical, thinking about it, I get goosebumps. Like, I hate it. You know, like, um, maybe it's like more of an East Coast thing, but they like water ice and stuff. Uh-huh. They used to sell at this grocery store and they always used to come with this like wooden spoon that you like scrape it off yeah. of. I hate, I, ice like, scraping is mine, but with metal. I hate it. The feeling of it. Wait, okay. So then this must be the same thing that I have with um, fork tines on your teeth. Like that, I can't. I can't do. Oh my god, I'm getting so sweaty just thinking about any of this right now. But do you feel the same way about fork tines as you do the wooden spoon? Mm. Really? So like you can <laughs> see. Wait, so you, you can take a fork and across your teeth. Ah, <laughs> I don't know how often I've done that. I, I've had I've had dinner with people and I've had to be like, I'm so sorry. Can you please stop doing that? Like they rake the fork against oh. their teeth, and I'm like. Ugh. That one I don't mind. When or like people when people bite ice things, wake, but not ice cubes. Rake it through the plate and it makes that scratching noise. I don't know what's happening right what now. What is this conversation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but th- that's the point but though. These things aren't Are, negative things. Like these aren't things that people would. Yeah, but even those reactions are just like, mm, I don't Nobody's like it. Nobody's going to be like, I love scraping the fork against no, my No, but teeth. even like jelly, like with me, like that action is yeah. different than being like. Ugh. Right. You know what I mean? Or like eating it just to force yourself to do it. Right. There's a complete difference. Like, I wouldn't do it in front of a camera knowing that no. I don't like jelly. It's like not. every once a year or so, I, like, try broccoli again. And every time I'm like, nope, still don't like it. Don't need to make a video. No. Sensationalizing it. Because, again, if you watched a grown man split, spit out broccoli, you'd be like, get a grip. Yeah. Are it's you, just yeah. broccoli. And if I was like, no, but it feels like little trees. And, like, eh, you'd be like. Get so immature. Yeah. It's so immature. There's, there's <laughs> a lot way, of immaturity on, eggs, online lately. Delicious. Yes. Do it. And yes, so many. So many immature people like, online. Who is that dipshit? Benjamin Butthurt bitch ass Bankus? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, that guy. Benjamin Baby Butthurt Baby Boy. <laughs> He's like some comedian. Okay, I'm sorry. No. Let me throw that up in air quotes. He's this Canadian comedian. That air quotes deserves air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> like there should be double quotes. Comedian. And he did. The, he does this bit. I, I guess I don't know if he'd like. I don't even like to call it those things. Like, I mean, it, is it really a bit? I guess I don't know. It is whatever it is. Where he does this bit where he dresses up like Olivia Chow, who is the mayor of Toronto, and he speaks with this very thick 
Asian-esque accent, which vacillates between many different accents. A lot of times, and this is the reason why we say he's problematic, is a lot of times it seems like he's mimicking Uncle Roger's accent. Oh, who is Vietnamese, right? Right. Listen, these people like this don't give a fuck that they're being culturally accurate when they do the, the accent that they've chosen to do. I mean, like, it literally goes from, like, so many different accents, which is not fine. Um... And I guess, you know, he, he did a video and I find it very offensive to watch somebody like, why is that okay? Like now in 2023 and people are saying that he's making this like political commentary when he very little, he almost it, it's didn't almost at all, doesn't yeah. speak about her mm-hmm. politics. I wouldn't know her politics. I don't know if she's a conservative. I don't know what her you know policy views are at all. He makes no mention of that whatsoever. This is purely about him mocking her accent. And I think she has some kind of mild facial paralysis as well i don't know yeah so it's like so like you're being racist and ableist at the same time and it's like so why wouldn't i talk about that you know what i mean so of course his contingent of followers who are real fucking winners the whole lot of them yeah to prove to me how unracist they all are hit me with a barrage of some of the most racist misogynistic Mm -hmm violent fucking disgusting comments and dms that i've gotten in a while like in a while it's it's been a minute since i've read them and i was like my husband read them and i was like double calm down he's like i'm gonna fucking go crazy i'm like don't 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 react that's what they want and i promise you if any one of these fucking incel bitches was face to face with you they would not say that to you they wouldn't say it to me like that's no. their whole MO. That's their whole fucking thing. And in fact, that's the reason why I made the video, which is my, my video, because I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because like, it seems like Ben has a habit of going after mostly women. Uh-huh. Women and of then, color. And then not e- women of color, but specifically Asian, Asian women. women. And uh, some idiot podcaster the other day was like, I don't understand why that's racist. It's like, because Asian women have a stereotypical view yeah. in Western world that they're being, ex- they're like the most submissive. Yeah, it's called history look it up asshole don't go around (laughs) buying a century egg and then assuming that it's a century old without even doing the most basic it's the same thing it's It's willful ignorance and i don't know if people realize this the word ignore is the root root of ignorance like you're choosing to ignore things why is it racist for him to continually go after asian women Gee, I don't know. Maybe because he thinks that they won't defend themselves. Maybe because he thinks they're an easy mark. Maybe because he knows that there is a history, a long, long history of stereotypes against Asian women that would then just, you know, keep it so that people would continue and perpetuate all of these ideals because they've all heard them before. You think? Which is why it's hilarious because, again, I made the video to point that out. You know what I mean? Thinking, and then, like... It's just funny because he blocked you. Oh, yeah. He, he blocked, blocked me before. Yeah, it blocked me before as well. Right. And it was funny because Susie even was like, oh, he's going he's gonna to repost your video it. or make a video about it. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. And then it's funny all these people coming to your page, our page, jizz, and saying the most ridiculous things when you're like, I don't think you realize you're pro- – what do you do all day? Just spend time like pointing out racists? Yeah, yeah. it's called doing activism right. work or like well, speaking also, up against um, bullies. We're not looking for them. In case you didn't notice, there's 600 of them in this comment section right now. So I'm not looking for them. They're coming to me. So this is not me actively seeking it out. It's me calling it out where I see it. And sadly, and unfortunately, I see it 
every fucking where. Yeah. That's the problem. And like the comments they leave are just ridiculous. Oh, People are God. like, oh, this isn't how you expect the comment sections to go. Is No, that's exactly. literally why I made the yeah. video. Right. Because it, even then, it's still significantly less than the hate comments that are being left on Susie's page. Yeah, of course. You know? And like... Someone was like, oh, so then, like, you did you write in about, like, Simpsons and South Park? T- like, oh, y- you mean, like, when they stopped doing, doing the racist, yeah. like, how a poo just left the show? Right. Is, is, is that what you're talking about? Right. Weird. Huh. You mean Weird. when people do better? Like, what, what was there for me to say? But it's because people said something that they did better. So for me to not say something about that would then obviously garner no result. And the result that I want is what's happening. <laughs> I hate that guy. Dude, that guy, but that guy is exactly who, it's not even about him, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it's because of him, and it's like, he knows that this is what's going to happen, because he knows that the, that's what his base is, right? His base is a bunch of, I don't even know, like, it's exactly the contingent that he, you know, he knows he knows who his fans are, Yeah, racist. you know, and he knows what they're going to say. Yeah. I mean, I cannot tell you how many of these people told me about, you know, told me to go back to the massage parlor. And told me to go, you know, go and give happy endings, oh. and to they would never say that to me. Of They're course not. not. They're not. They didn't, did they? No. no. Of course they didn't. Right. So yes, that's why it's because stereotypes against Asian women often lead to really, really violent, horrific shit. And people that's are like, why. "Why is this racist? This isn't racist." Literally for those reasons, right. exactly. And, and I, like, it's not even just towards women. When I was like, I told this story on this podcast before, but when I was eight years old, I got ching chonged before they picked me up and threw me headfirst into a metal garage and I almost died. Right. I almost died. Right. So like, it's not just like, oh, haha, funny. You're not getting mad at people not being able to tell comedy jokes. You're getting mad because you're no longer being told that you can get away with these racist things. It has nothing to do with you sticking up for Ben. It has nothing to do with like, oh, you don't understand comedy. It has everything to do with these specific, and when I say people, I mean these specific people. Here's the thing. Getting upset that they just can't be outwardly racist or, you know, like, oh, God forbid, there's consequences. People are complaining. I can't do it. Like, The the biggest argument that people are saying is that, like, I don't have a sense of humor. It's like, I actually... I actually have a really great sense of humor, and I can laugh at a lot of things. They don't have a sense well, of humor. Well, right. Your sense of humor is just so juvenile. That's the problem, is that you can't think outside of this like juvenile, very, very obvious, low-hanging fruit joke. You can't get past that. So that's why you can't do any humor that's any like, you know, more evolved than that. So exactly. that's fine. But me not being able to get the joke, that's not the problem. The problem is that if people could keep these jokes as jokes and leave them at the the comedy show or leave it on the television program or leave it wherever, that would be one thing. The problem is that people can't do that. And then they start to apply these jokes in real life. That's where the fucking problem is. When As it happened in our comment sections. Right. So if you tell me, if you read my comment section and the DMs that I've blocked and deleted, you would know that these things are you would be like, wow, that was violent. Like, that seemed violent. It wasn't playful. It wasn't just a joke. There were rape jokes, murder jokes, sexual, you know, uh, you know, sexual assault jokes. Like, these aren't jokes. These are vile, disgusting, violent things that people are trying to threaten me with or intimidate me with. Like, these things are not, that's not funny. That's not a joke. Yeah, like, one person told me, he was like, what are you, like, 4'2"? I was like... What a weird what? stereotype. I am almost 6'2", you idiot. <laughs> right. And and then, like, the most I get is, like, oh, no, your boyfriend's going to love these. And I'm, like, I right. don't think you understand, like, 
I'm not offended by these. I mean, it's offensive, right? But I'm not offended because I don't think being gay, right, is a derogatory thing, right? So it's, it's not it's, an insult, right? It's like if when people call me stupid, it's like I have a really high IQ and I know I'm not stupid, so like that's not an insecurity right. of mine. Like I don't get right. weird when people call me stupid. I just go okay, right, right. And that's but that that's that I think is something that I think is very is notable is that what he gets online when he gets the vitriol from that contingent of people is those like insecure incel jokes. I am, I'm a short guy. I have, I don't have a girlfriend. I am whatever. That's what he gets. Or like, or they called me like a pussy and I was like, I'm sorry. Are you scared of women? Because why is that derogatory? Why is that an insult? Why is that an insult? The stuff I get is very different. And that's why I feel the need to stand up for Asian women. That is why I know how important it is for me to stand up for Asian women because a lot of the times these jokes, man, they're not fucking funny. Like they're the farthest thing from funny. You know, I have been, in the last week, the things that I have been called and told to do is so disgusting. Like I can't even, like, I can't even look at them. I, I just like, I delete them. I was like, I never want to see that again. And, and, and that's the thing is like, it's not new. It's not something that I haven't experienced before. It happens every time somebody doesn't like me, this is what they say. You know, the, the gamut between the, the regular just Asian stereotypes of eating dogs or, you know, whatever, but all the way up to, you know, that I am a prostitute and that I deserve to be raped and murdered. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a little bit of disparity in what men get online Ginormous. versus what women get online. And there's even a disparity between what Asian men get online versus what Asian women get online. It's important to note. It's very huge to know. That was literally the reason why I made that video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like, it's bullshit. Running defense over here, this guy. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> that... not that, distraction. <laughs> not that you need no, help, but at the very least listen. to distract some of the hatred away, yeah. deflected away from you. Funneling it towards yeah. yourself, which like, I appreciate. I'll just argue them back. I don't... Yeah. I literally don't... Like, the stuff, these, the stuff that these ignorant people say right. is not very impressive no (laughs) it's actually like really lowbrow and the reason i find the need to do that is because i know that because of the work that i do and because of what i do to for self-preservation i am most times strong enough mentally to take it and emotionally to take it but i know that there are women out there and i know that because they they talk to me they've told me that watching you know watching somebody stand up for them makes them feel more powerful in situations where they don't feel like they have any power, where they, when these kinds of people deliberately try to strip them of that power. And that's why it's important for me to continue to stand up to it because I know that there are other women who can't, who don't know how, who, who don't have the strength to do it. So that's why it's important that I, I do do it because that's not okay. It's not okay. They should not have to endure that. No. You know, they should, and it may be to some degree, I run defense on, on, on that for yeah. them. I mean, that is part of the reason why we do it. That's literally why we stand up for people to try to give voices, not only just that, but like educate people who are ignorant on stuff. (sighs) Speaking of assholes, which is kind of the theme today. God, I feel like it's the theme a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is the theme a lot. We decided to read a couple more Would I Be the Assholes in preparation for all of you to write in. Consider this a public service announcement to the lad babies and the Ben Bankuses of the world. If ever there's a time where you feel like, am I, is there the potential that I'm being an asshole? This is, this is here to help you out with that. 
We'll let you know. Yeah. We'll tell you. But don't write specifically to us. Other people, yes. But like, Please don't. not you two people specifically. I'm going to start with this one. Would I be the asshole for forcing my best friend, oh, boyfriend? Boyfriend to tell his friends my real ethnicity since he keeps saying I'm white? Oh. What? Nope. You would not be the asshole. Sounds like your boyfriend is. Yeah. Wait, let me read that again. Would I be the asshole for forcing my boyfriend to tell his friends my real ethnicity since he keeps saying I'm white? Yeah. That's, Did I read that right? That's cultural erasure. So he's just. He's deliberately telling, like, what the fuck? I don't know why I read these. These make me so Okay, mad. wait, wait. So it could be, like, multiple things, right? I the, My initial thought is this person is ashamed that their yes. spouse isn't white. Yes. They're working in extremely white spaces. I don't And care. they're trying to fly under the radar. No. Or he knows that his friends and family are super fucking racist. racist. And they're trying to, he's trying to avoid his. But instead of standing up to the racism, you erase my actual identity so that I. And so the minority has to shoulder the burden so that boys, white boys will be white boys, basically, right? Sounds like. Okay. Let's find out what, what's really going on. Deets. I, female 18, been dating my boyfriend, male 19, for a year now. He is fully East Asian. What? what? I, I did not, not see that, that coming. <laughs> nope. We wow. did not read these. See, so the reason we read the, the title first is to kind of see what our biases and assessments are. So yeah. we just got wow. called out. I did not know we that. Just see, but that's okay. Yeah. We have our whole asses out because wow. we made that assumption. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, he is fully East Asian while I'm a mix of various ethnicities that aren't white ones. For 50%, I am South Asian from people we often refer to as, quote, gypsy. I'm proud of my ethnicity and mention it to anybody that wants to know. I always just say South Asian and some other stuff. The problem is I have a pigment disorder, pale skin, pale hair, but the most <sighs> deepest dark brown eyes. Still racial erasure. Yes, racial it erasure, is, but just still. not in the way we thought. Yeah. Recently, my boyfriend was on call on a call with a friend that comes from the same Asian country as him. I heard his friend ask about my ethnicity which wasn't on speaker, but the volume was pretty loud. I was excited to hear him talk about my culture and my people as I've taught him a lot. But a small pause later, he answers white, probably thinking I didn't hear the question. Oh, no. I heard it clear as day. I talked with him about it later, telling him how hurt I felt since he knows how insecure I feel about my pigment since I don't physically fit in with my own people. He first tried to say he misspoke because he was speaking in their own Asian dialect and he isn't good at it. I reminded him that he was that he for sure wasn't, because if he was, I wouldn't have been able to understand. What a horrible lie. He then tried to downplay it with, I don't know how to explain to him what you are. I feel disrespected. He doesn't just want to explain how a South Asian can be so pale, so he erases the culture and ethnicity I'm proud of. I've told him before that if people are asked to just say South Asian, so that it's easier, not just say, not just full-on call me something I'm not. I really want to ask him, I really want to make him tell the truth to all the friends he gave the wrong info to. If we have f a future together, I probably want his friends to know more about me instead of the only them only knowing a lie that he told he told them. Would I be the asshole for making him tell the truth? No, absolutely not. In fact, <laughs> I think you should break up with him. I really have to think about this one. Okay, this, so the way I'm thinking, so outside of what I thought it was going to be, there is a small chance that he's. 
has a superiority complex as an East Asian and doesn't want to tell his other, because he's claiming that he was talking to another East Asian person, right? That doesn't want to admit to them that he's dating a South Asian person. But he maybe thinks that like saying that he's dating a white person would make him look favorable. So there's that option. Hold on. I need but to. even without any of the options, a lot of South Asian people have fair, like light skin, like the whole sect of like North Indians, a lot of them are not like the darker skinned Punjabi people that we associate the majority of South Asian people to. Like there are, there's a spectrum of skin colors in South Asia. Like that in it, like just assuming like, it's just, uh, hold on. So I'm there's a, a lot. There's, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Well, there's definitely colorism, obviously. A hundred percent. That's obvious. And that is something that a lot of people don't talk about within the Asian East Asian, Southeast Asian diaspora is the colorism from East Asians towards Southeast Asians. And, you know, and it's something that I really was kind of unaware of growing up. I don't really know any Southeast Asians. I was around it for sure. Um, yeah. I heard it, you know, like, like I, I had my first Asians, Filipino friend. Dirty yeah. Asians. I think, and this is coming from somebody who's a South Asian, Southeast Asian. He calls themselves, he calls him a hut Indian and he calls me a house Asian. And I'm like, don't do that. And I was like, what? And I've had my like Filipino friend. She says stuff like that too. And I'm like, I was like, that is not cool. I feel like I don't I, want you to say that. I like, get the I, joke <laughs> of what like, you're trying to say. Self-deprecation. Like, and not. like, I get yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I get that. So there's definitely colorism, I think, at play. And also it's like, I would rather say that you're white or part white than anything else is like. Hey, <sighs> this isn't that hard. She's South Asian. Not all of them are darker skin like there's you know what i mean there's a, a variety just like there are darker skin east asian people well so who if she's quote gypsy which i think is a slur it is i think is a slur but this is this these are her words yeah. so i apologize if that is offensive to anyone i believe that is a slur as yeah. well um but from what i know Aren't they called travelers now? Or is this like a different sect of people? I honestly, I don't know. Or like Romani people? Ooh, I don't know either. But that, I mean, like, please, anyone who knows anything more about this, let us know. But my understanding is like, they used to have that show on TLC, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding, which I think was canceled for a number of reasons, a multitude of reasons. But my understanding is that they're travelers who don't necessarily have a country and they call themselves Romani and things like that. But ethnically they descended from there i think but i don't know what she's referring to in this context well she said she's 50 percent south asian from the people we often refer to as whatever that word yeah but it sounds like she's so she's south asian and or she's saying that there's a sect of south asians who are considered that i'm not sure yeah. i'm not educated enough that well so that that maybe is the problem is that the boyfriend hasn't taken the time to actually learn about what that is. And she says that she's taught him, but obviously not enough for him to like, I just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's been explained to you. So what's she hard? does state that it sounds like it's worded a little weird. She wrote, while I am a mix of various ethnicities that aren't white ones. So it sounds like she's not mixed with anything that's even perceivably white. Okay. Sounds like she's a mix of people of color. Right. She just happens to have lighter skin because but, of her pigmentation. But thing. I know that, I don't know, and this is all going off of a fucking reality show that I've used, that I've watched a couple of times, is like there are Irish versions of travelers as well. So like who are obviously 
who are, are I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like we'll have to do some research, but that's what these conversations are for, right? Either I, way, I learn more. even without that context, this is very colorist at best. Yeah. You should break up with kind him. Kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. I would break up with him. But do you, Girl, you're 18. You have a whole life ahead yeah, of you. Yeah, don't get tied down. A don't sea get... of better men. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's read this one. Would I be the asshole for telling my friends to stop making comments, jokes about my skin color? Okay, we'll stop there before we read on. And just on its face, you should absolutely tell them to stop that. <laughs> you should yeah. absolutely tell them that's not okay. I don't know how that... I don't know how long yeah. or... <clears throat> it's 2023. Apparently, the world doesn't know, <clears throat> Ben Bankis. It's not okay <laughs> to comment on people's skin color, their race... Their weight, their, their ability. cultural accents. Right. Wage, ability, right. The things that people can't really control. Right. Things you can't change. Right. We're talking about other regional accents. Uh, some of them can be controlled, so, like, not the same right. also. Let me preface by saying we're all Asian American. Great. <laughs> and as some may or may not know, Asia has deep-rooted cultural issues with darker skin. Oh, colorism. Yeah, colorism. Yeah, yeah. All my friends have light skin compared to me, 18 female. When I was younger, I didn't see a problem with my skin at all until people started pointing it out to me. All my relatives would talk about my dark skin, telling me to use whitening products so I can be more beautiful. Oh, jeez. Somehow in my Asian family, I was the only girl who had darker skin, and it made me feel like something was wrong with me. This is an insecurity of mine followed me through my adolescence. I even made jokes about my own skin color to my friends. I thought it was my way of masking my insecurity to show people I wasn't bothered by the color of my skin, but deep down I was. That's so relatable. Yeah, I feel so like relatable. a lot of us, especially those of us who've dealt with internalized racism, have done that to try to quote-unquote fit in. Right? If I do it first, then you can't do it to me. Right. It was a bad move on my part, and I feel as if I started a, this whole mess about my friends making jokes about my skin color. As I started growing older, I started becoming more conscious about my outward appearances, and I also started to accept the way my skin looked. But the jokes from my friends about my tanner skin would still continue. Right. I would find some of these jokes strange, though, as the mere mention of my brown skin would have them bursting out in a fit of laughter. Before, I would joke about it myself, but now they bring it up on their own. Sometimes we would jokingly comment bad personality traits about one another, and suddenly one would say, you're brown. Oh. And they all laugh. It's almost as if they used it as an insult. Take out that almost, yes. and you have it right. It's not almost. My friend texted me the other day, I think I feel, I think I like tan guys. I think it's because you're brown, and I associate brown with good. <sighs> oh, that's confusing thing to it's, hear. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt uncomfortable how she had to point out that about the man and how she somehow decided to relate that to me. Yeah, that's why it's uncomfortable because right. it sounded progressive, but it wasn't. It wasn't. One time they called me tan, but in a good way. I didn't know there was a good or bad way to be tan. And honestly, I don't even know what that means. There are more instances, but I can't remember them as I try my best to forget moments like these previously mentioned. I know my friends well, and I could definitely say these jokes are harmless, I hope. But I can't help but feel bothered by it now despite trying to laugh along with them. Would I be the asshole for telling my friends to stop commenting, joking about my skin color, despite me staring, starting it back in elementary no. slash middle school? You were just a baby. Yeah. I personally don't want to start drama between me and my friends, so I'm posting this to get some opinions on whether or not I would be in the clear to call them out for the behaviors. 
I wouldn't really know how to bring it up to them. And I know it's partially my fault for not letting them know that these comments bothered me sooner, but it also bothers me that these jokes continued. Okay. Yeah, definitely not the asshole. No, of course not. Well, I think I think if they're your friends and you explain to them, like, I know that I started this and I know that I was doing this, but please understand that this was a defense mechanism and this was me trying to find a way to fit in and I knew that if I made a, a joke about it and I didn't make it serious, then you guys couldn't hurt me with it later. But you're hurting me with it now and you guys are my friends and you love me and I love you and, you know, in order for us to maintain this friendship, these things I think need to stop. I don't think that that's, that is not an unreasonable ask. And I don't think it all makes you an asshole at all. Having boundaries with your friends is, is, is important. You were like what? Seven, eight, 10 years old. I mean, like we're talking like that was like 2013, 14. You know what I mean? Like your friends haven't evolved since then. Right. Or like, yeah, do they? That's a red flag. Right. There's that too. But maybe they think, you know, I don't know. I don't know that you like it. (laughs) Look, I don't know. We've all been there. I, For sure. You know, especially back in those times or whatever, maybe when you're younger those times, you don't really realize sometimes when you're being inappropriate, I don't think. But 18 is like right around the time when you should be. Or, yeah. Or, or at least learning to. Right. And I think at 18, 19, 20 years old, it's okay to challenge your friends yes. and it's okay to challenge them to be better and to say like, yeah, I know that this is how things were, but we're getting older now and I'm maturing and I think you're maturing too. And this is a way for us to evolve. And so can we? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and I don't, if her friends read this specific post, I don't know how they wouldn't feel horrible because right. like, I don't know if it's between her being a female, a woman, mm-hmm. woman of color, right. or maybe this is insecurity about her colorism but she clearly has, like, what is, I don't know what it's specifically called, but when, like, people are afraid of being victim-blamed. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, as a woman, I'm assuming, like, a lot of women are scared to call oh, out yeah. things like rape and stuff because they're going to be told that, like, well, what were you wearing? What were right, you doing? Right, it's right, like, right. And she knows that she started at first. That has nothing to yeah, do with it. Right, right. You know it doesn't what I mean? matter. If, even, if, even if you started it, it's, even if you thought it was funny in the beginning, if it changes – you're still a human and you deserve to be respected, especially by your friends. Right. And like, I would like to think that good friends would notice that you're uncomfortable, but also you're going to leave for college soon. Just yeah. go find new friends. That's true. <laughs> if they're not receptive to it, you can they're always not. find new friends. Yeah, You'll yeah. only see them if you run into them at the supermarket when you come home for Thanksgiving. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. Yeah. And I used to think when I was younger that my high school friends were like, and all, like, I don't talk to any of them. So yeah. I still talk to mine, but I've definitely had this conversation with them. Yeah. I've had this yes. conversation yep. with them. I know she has. Yeah. I've yeah. been like, this is, I've had fights with them. Well, I don't want to say fights, but we've definitely had like heated arguments, arguments about it because it's important. And now, you know, and we're still friends. You read this one. Would I be the asshole if I pranked my coworkers who keep asking my ethnicity? <laughs> Why do they keep asking? Don't you just have to be told one time and then that's yeah. you have yeah, your yeah, answer? Yeah. So then, no. If you if they keep asking and you want to prank them out of it, I say go for it. But of course, the details will see how I feel about. I'm it I'm leaning end. towards yes to well, like yes, prank them. No, you're not the asshole. Right? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Context. I love that she wrote this in. Context. I, 24 female, am ethnically ambiguous. A lot of people make assumptions about my ethnicity, religion, and what language I speak because of this, and it leads to some uncomfortable questioning. It's none of their business. Yeah. I have black, really curly long hair and dark eyes and fairly tan skin, and my name is somewhat ambiguous. 
My family is Middle Eastern, but Christian. As a result, there's often confusion when people try to pinpoint my identity. I work in a very multicultural office in the U.S. in what is a predominantly white industry. As such, many of my coworkers have tried to figure out what my minority group within the company I fall into, perhaps attempting to see if I am the same as them. Okay. Every couple of days, I have a different coworker asking if I am, insert ethnicity here. One time, I was asked to plan Cinco de Mayo celebrations by the CEO's assistant because they assumed I was Mexican. Golly. Another time a coworker came up to me and immediately started speaking fast-paced Tagalog and only stopped when I stopped them and told them I was not Filipino and did not understand him. He apologized and moved on. There are only two these are only two examples of many. I also repeatedly get asked if I'm Muslim and why I don't do or follow various rules, cultural practices associated with Islam. I don't think they mean any harm. It is a lot though. When I've told my friends about this, a couple of to- a couple of them suggested that I start getting miniature flags from a bunch of different <laughs> countries and start switching them out. The miniature flags I put on display in my cubicle every couple days. I only worry that this would be rude or seen as insensitive. So would I be the asshole for purposely confusing my coworkers with a prank, continually asking about my ethnicity? Well, I don't know, because it could be a, a double-edged sword, because then you could be asked to plan every fucking party <laughs> at the office. I think the flag thing is a bit risky, because it, it could is. be seen as culturally insensitive. It's a bit too much evidence. But I would definitely encourage you to think of a different prank. Yes. But I don't know. I mean, it's tough because it's not the same coworkers her asking her over and over again. It's a, it sounds like a lot of different coworkers asking her for the first time. So I know it's exhausting to be asked that question all the time. But you also do have to give people grace. There are some people who just are curious and they want to know and they want to, you know, like the guy who was speaking Tagalog. I think it was because he thought you were Filipina and thought, we, yeah, thought, well, we can, we can con- connect with that way. And that is something that we have in common. And that's, you know, a beautiful thing. So again, I don't think that there's any malicious intent behind that. So like, I don't know. I feel like it's now, if there were one person who insisted on, you know, continually asking and you know, whatever, like maybe you prank that one person, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like people do have a genuine curiosity and I think it's okay. As long as people are being respectful about how and you know, the context in which they're asking you, I, I, I know people are curious, yeah. but the, what are you game? And the, can I guess your ethnicity or like, you know, saying like, aren't you Muslim? Why aren't you pro-? Yeah. like, those things are very personal. I think that's inappropriate. Those are a little inappropriate problematic. I think. Yeah. Like also like, Asking somebody why they don't practice certain religious things, like that is very personal. I don't think that that's appropriate. But saying like, oh, um, I'm Filipino. Are you Filipino? <laughs> like that's, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot of this is in a very, like almost introductory conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there's but, so I, much But that's nuance. what I mean. Some of these are like not introductory conversation appropriate. Yes, agreed. You know what I mean? Like, if I've been friends with you for, like, a year, yeah. and I know you're Muslim, and right. I notice that you don't take part in some things, I might be like, hey, do you mind if I ask you, right. like, why? You know what I mean? Or like, I noticed I, that, you know, or whatever, because we have a relationship. We've established a relationship. Fine. You know, that's fine. But when it's a, a person who is, you know, again, we, there's a lot of nuance to these yeah. conversations. Mm-hmm. There's so much mm-hmm. to it. It's like, you know, when, again, it's just kind of like the, the, 
yeah, the vibe. It's, it's not like a blanket for this one because it's like yeah. specifically with some of the questions or how they're framed, it all differs based on some of those details. You know what I mean? Right. Them asking you to plan the Cinco de Mayo party, totally inappropriate. <laughs> totally inappropriate. Yeah, unless it was like the Tagalog guy who just had some sort of missed fire. Like, for instance, I did something similar to kid in high school. Yeah. Who he was Asian. But for some reason, I swear I thought I heard from someone that he was Korean. Yeah, but did you tell him to plan a Korean party? No, no, no. But like when I met his parents, I like inside and said, Uh, and then when they looked at me, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh. he's not. And to this day, randomly, I'll think about it and be mortified still. And that's like however many decades later. Right. But in that one instance, you learned and probably have not repeated that since. Mm -hmm. And you have not done the same thing. You have not made that assumption. That's correct. And you've moved on. So that, that's the thing is like learning from that experience is the the, the lesson. But like if there was a wire cross and for some reason, this person assumed that you had a conversation with Mexican, maybe different. Right. If you, that didn't happen and they just assumed you were Mexican. Well, also a little different. The CEO's assistant, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah. That, that one seems a little inappropriately that, Of course it is. Yeah. Or do we know that she was asked to plan because they, they thought she was Mexican? Or was it just like, we're handing out tasks. This is your task. I don't know. Like if somebody had asked me to plan the Cinco de Mayo party, I obviously wouldn't assume it's because they thought I was Mexican. But I would say like, oh, they just want me to do it because that job needs to be done. Yeah. So. Depending on what level of tan I am. Have you ever been mistaken for Mexican? When I when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Which is funny. My niece, two of my nieces actually, who are more darker complected, have both been mistaken for Mexican and Filipino. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to hang out at the pool a lot, so I'd be really tan and I'd just have black hair. Which is, yeah. And at a glance, I have been mistaken for Mexican. And I have met some Mexican people that I thought were Asian. Interesting. But I never assumed. I never walked up to them and like <laughs> inside. Actually, somebody, I've never been mistaken for anything other than Asian that I can think of. Like I've been mistaken for different Asian ethnicities, but never. Oh, yeah. Nothing will ruin my day faster. Really? Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Play the what are you game. That's different. And yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. Or like, oh, you have this attribute. Therefore, I believe you are X, Y, and Z. Like, Depends okay. on who it comes from. Yeah. For right. Asian. Nuance. Yeah. Yeah. Three Asians, like, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? Whew. But yeah, fun. I love talking about assholes <laughs> in so many different ways. <laughs> Figurative ones, Figurative not one. literal ones. We have talked about literal ones. We have talked about literal ones, too, which one. is why I made the distinction. Literal one. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, please. We always have such a good time. Yeah, please make sure to write one of these in if you guys would like to. We would like to have. Listener read in for some of you guys that are somewhat. And, you know, send in both. Send in the would I be the asshole or am I the asshole? Like things that you think about doing or things that you've already done. I I love reading Someone else has done. Yeah. Are they the asshole? Yes. You know, who knows? If you feel like you've been gaslit and you want to, are they the asshole? Fucking send them in. Just in case you were unclear, judging people on their assholery is something Ed and I really enjoy doing. So please don't hesitate to send it in. If we just replace the word racist with assholes, same, same. 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 Mm-hmm. But on that note, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you give us a follow on our socials. Oh, you can find me. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, you can find me at Sugio One on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find me at Etch a Sketch with a J, or you can find the podcast at One in the Shiba. And if you do write in for these one in the ass, am I the asshole? Are they the asshole? Would I be the asshole? <laughs> asshole stories. Write it into what in the Shiba, that's S H I B A L at gmail.com. Otherwise, make sure you watch us on YouTube. And if you do watch us on YouTube, make sure you watch us. Otherwise, nah, okay. Otherwise, make sure you watch us on YouTube. And if you do, thank you for following, liking, and subscribing. And this is all messed up. But ring that bell. Ding. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Ding. Uh, senior brain is happening already. <laughs> right on, on the, the eve of your 40th birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody wish Ed a happy birthday. Oh, it'll be the day after. Right? Oh, no. Yeah. Two days. Yeah. Either way. Oh, he got sweaty and uncomfortable. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. I, I don't like it. Happy birthday. <laughs> I won't take it. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. You already did. You already did it. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the birthday wishes in advance. I hope I think I'm not being arrogant here. And we'll see you on the next one. Okay, <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs>